Okay, looks like we are live. Uh, we are here going to go over our top five games of 2014 so far with my friend, Mr. Mikester, the Undead Viking. Lance, how are you? Uh, I'm well. Uh, how are you? I'm doing good. How are your twins doing? I see your hat there. They're horrible. They're horrible. Are but they? that was expected. They're last place, but... Okay. I haven't been following. I apologize. Your hockey team, on the other hand, is doing quite well. Well, we got to win tonight, or... Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's acceptable, right? Playoff run. That's always good. We won the first playoff series. State of hockey, baby. So. That's right. Good deal. Yeah, my Kings are also uh, going to be playing for their lives tomorrow night. Yeah. So... Well, we can always hope, and then and uh, the Vikings got Teddy Bridgewater, so. Oh, that's we, right. Yeah, so maybe we got a quarterback of the future. Who knows? Yeah, I, I was hearing them talk on the radio about that. Um, he's kind of a warm weather quarterback, and aren't you guys playing outdoors this year or something? Well, for two years, but I don't think we are expecting anything out of him for another year or two. So yeah, we'll just uh, suck it up with Matt Castle and uh, and Christian Ponder for a while. <laughs> Cool. Well, so, like I said, we're going to do our top five games of 2014 so far, and we figured we'd just go ahead and jump right into it, and then we'll kind of ease into some casual banter, maybe look at some comments and, you know, people screaming at us, calling us idiots because we forgot XYZ game. Uh, go ahead and do that. That's fine. And then uh, and then we have questions from, like, the last few times, store, and we can talk about what we've been playing lately and all that normal stuff we talk about. But... Uh, so you want to go first, or should we roll a, a d20 or something? <laughs> how do we? How, how do I roll a d20 anyway? Uh, I don't have any dice in front of me. I guess I'm losing cred. I'd have to go open a box. Let's see. Well, I, I have, have dice, but dice. Okay, I will put. Uh, all right, pick a number between uh, one and ten. If you're within two, you can go first. That doesn't seem fair at all. I've picked it. You have to trust me. <laughs> I'll go with five. All right, you got it with seven. All right, cool. Yeah. So you go first then, or I go first? Well, you can choose. I guess you get to choose. You can go first. You, all right, I'll go first. And I will say, just as a, I wanted to make a quick mention, I did this thing similar last year, and it ended up uh, two of the games that were in my top five about this time last year did end up making it to kind of my best of, uh, you know, at the end of the year. So. Uh, we'll see if that you know, holds true. But my number five is uh, Galaxy Defenders, and that was released by Ares Games. I think I reviewed it a couple months ago, and uh, it's basically uh, XCOM, the board game, and it takes a lot of inspiration, I think, from the Ravenloft and Drizzt style of games where everybody's kind of controlling different monsters or aliens in this case, and you know, it's kind of a team tactical co-op with lots of different missions and all kinds of cool stuff, so... Uh, that's my number five. Have you had a chance to play this yet, Lance? Well, yeah, I have, actually. That's, well, you've kind of stolen some of my thunder, but that isn't my number five game, so how are we going to work this? Oh. If you pick something that, like, I'm, it's on my list, but well, it isn't, like, the same number, what do I do? Just say it's on the list later. I mean, you know, like the dice okay, well, target. It's, on the... <laughs> it's on the list later. Yeah. Um, I think what sold it for me was I was a huge XCOM guy. Uh, I played the first... Yeah. We've talked about this before. I played the first game to, to death. The, the next game was really awesome. Um, I really have always enjoyed that aspect. Um, have you picked up the uh, 
the 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 Elite Aliens expansion for it, so they're, it's even tougher and stuff. I haven't, uh, you know, I, I plan on it, but I just haven't done it because I have a hard enough time with the regular stuff. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know me, I'm kind of a completionist, so I had to go out and and uh, yeah. and get that, and so so we've been having, and I got a couple of buddies who are huge uh, XCOM guys, so we've been and we've been we we've got that app or whatever the thing is, so you can keep track of how well you do and and That's you, know, awesome. you, you level up and stuff. So we we've been having a lot of fun with it, and. Um, uh, yeah, that game is is awesome, but uh, I guess we'll have to get to that. Well, it's it's my number three game. Let's just so when we get to okay. number three, then we'll, we'll go talk more about it later. Just yeah, so, and just so we know, we we decided to surprise each other. <laughs> Maybe we should have collaborated and <laughs> worked it out. But like, oh, let's surprise each other, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's my number five. What's uh, what's your number five, Lance? Uh, mine is Rogue Agent. Uh, recent release from um, awesome. Uh, Stronghold Games, yes. Uh, yeah. It's okay. First of all, I think this is the game that I think the designer. Uh, I'm going to butcher his last name, but David Oslus, I think, is how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. Yeah. But he's he's had a few games prior to this, and it's just like every single time I played one of his games, it's like, wow, this is really great. But it just it was like missing just one thing to kind of push it over the edge, and um, and it was just like, but this one, it was like finally like. Like his his past uh, creations, finally, like all the stuff that he learned from creating the other games, kind of came to life in this one. I dig the uh, the kind of um, well replicant slash Blade yeah. Runner feel of it. Um, I'm a big Blade Runner. Uh, everything about that that world and androids, totally. you know, masquerading as humans, and so and I once again, it's my gaming group likes that. Uh, that kind of that feel of the game, and uh, and it, it's kind of a way. Excuse me, the way I described it, it's kind of almost like it's a cinematic game. It's one of those games that you play it, you can kind of see it um, uh, evolving as you play, telling you a story, and it, it's it's just a lot of fun. And uh, and it, it it does, I think, do a really good job of of um, kind of being Chrome, but also kind of being you know, strategy Euro-y, if you will. You know, I, I don't know. I, I always, I, I thought that it, it bridged the gap pretty well. Yeah. And so, and as far as, and like, as I always say, I should have said this, and I don't know, I, I'm not putting words in your mouth, but whenever I do any kind of list of these are my favorite games, it's always, um, like, how much fun do I have playing the game? And even if, like, the game maybe has, like, a glaring error or problem, if my game group has had a lot of fun playing it, mm-hmm. that's my criteria. That's why, like, a game like last year or two years ago, I think it was last year, like Las Vegas, the, this that really simplistic dice game, um, was like in my top ten because we just played a ton of it and had fun, even though most people would kind of poo-poo it, you know, for it being kind of such a simplistic game. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah, know this one. Uh, you know, we talked just before we went live about honorable mentions, and so this is definitely one I considered uh, heavily to put on the list, um, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, frankly. There's one other guy in my group that likes it. Nobody else seems to really like it, um, which is too bad. But I, you know, I was really kind of taken by the game. You know, it's really the it, it, the thing is, is I when I talked about it a little bit my review is it plays out wonky, but not in a way that I feel like the game is broken or anything. It's just like each game session is very different because you know, like you can get the criminals. And the criminals can be really hard, and so it's kind of you're, you're 
almost not even going to go after the criminals at all. You're going to spend your time doing the bombs and the assassins and yep, yep. trying to go rogue on purpose and stuff like that. And so it's sometimes the criminals would be easy, so you kind of build up a lot of points that way. And even if you are the uh, or have the potential to be a rogue agent, you like don't want to be because you're scoring a lot of points from the criminals. So it's really cool. And it's like it kind of just feels very natural out of all and stuff. And it's that portion you just touched on that that rogue agent part of it. It actually um it reminded me, and this is not the best comparison in the world, but a much maligned but not very well respected uh, uh, mob game called Nostra City that uh, hmm. came out like three or four years ago. I think Asthma Day may have put it out. I don't know. But um, it had this... It, it, for the most part, I mean, it was an okay game. It wasn't great by any means, but it had this wonderful mechanic where um, when you, you, you earned your money for doing the jobs as being your gangster, you would hand out, um, you, you would hand out uh, money to everybody else because you had to pay down, you know, like paying the mob. You got to pay every, give everybody their, their taste, right? And right. then depending on and and like the, the 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 cards you got were different dollar amounts, and you could decide which ones to keep and which ones to hand out. And so like and if you if you stiffed somebody, uh, they would have to draw. Um, uh, they would get to draw from this deck of cards that would give them extra powers and stuff like that. So you had to decide whether to do it. But one of the cool things about doing that, making somebody draw from that deck of cards, was they could possibly get. Um, they've turned informant because basically uh -huh. they. You know, and so then you they they be working against you like a secret trader aspect. So if any, yeah, and and the thing is, is that like for some reason nobody really liked the game. Our group really loved it, and you can you can find it pretty cheap online. I mean, it's out of print, but you know, there's just tons of copies of it rolling around out there. So cool. All right, yeah, good deal. All right, that's a good that's a good number five. Like I said, uh, I struggled with that one. I, I was going to creep in here, but I couldn't have it oust any of these games. So <laughs> anyway. no, that's cool. Yeah. I'll go with number four because number okay. my number four is is kind of cheating. Um, because, right. Well, no, it's because it's uh, it's the fact that I um, I did not have to return my copy of Sentinels of the Multiverse Tactics to. Oh, uh, uh, that's to no, 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 no. That's not even fair. <laughs> well, no, because well, I mean, but I've everybody been everybody playing... boo Lance in the chat. Boo! <laughs> I want to see a lot of boo. <laughs> Theoretically, they say it's going to come out this year, right? And I, I mean, I've played it yeah. a ton, and you know, I've made up my own scenarios, and 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 that is like that's the game if you if you've been waiting to play a a superhero like miniatures game that isn't hero click so it's like an actually like scripted and and figures and miniature combat and actually fighting each other type of thing yeah. um that that everybody's been waiting for i mean the superhero genre just doesn't have that game it doesn't exist yet and that is going to be the game and um if you didn't get it in the kickstarter find a way to pre-order it you know uh, that's but that's it's cheating, but it's my number four, and, you, and I'm not taking it back. Well, we have a theme then with my number four because my number four is also a superhero themed game. Uh, what could it be? <laughs> I wonder if it's Marvel Dice Masters. <laughs> oh wow, only number four, huh? Yeah, that's mine. Uh, mine, will, mine will be on the list here eventually too. So okay, well let's let's table it then. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to get to it on your list. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Well, we already know what my number three is, so... Yeah, your number three is Galaxy Defenders. Do you want to say anything more about that? No, just that um, I'm really surprised. I mean, obviously, they, 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 
they definitely took it from the theme of uh, of, of XCOM. I mean, it's it's so obvious that that the you know, and I I think they even mentioned that as it it, it uh, in the rulebook, if I remember correctly, that it was inspired by that. If I remember, mm-hmm. I think. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I, but I mean, even if they didn't, it's it's obvious that that's what it's inspired by. Um, you know, it's just it's one of those. Uh, it's it's kind of cool that. Um, People are still making those Chrome games, you know. I mean, just like uh, yeah. that, you know, that those games are still coming out. It seems like uh, Euros have been kind of supplanting. Even like FFG, you know, is is kind of moving towards more, uh, you know, non-Chrome type games. I mean, the, the 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 days of overproduced miniatures and and what have you seem to be seem to be leaving that behind a little bit. It, it, I'm not on just, Kickstarter. <laughs> well, no, not on Kickstarter. I mean, yeah, but I mean, well, maybe that's and that's a good point. I mean, to get not to get sidetracked, but I mean, that's fine. Um, on on Kickstarter, you can do that because then you're not throwing all that money away on all the sculpts and the molds and whatever. And okay. and then if you have a game that doesn't do well, you're like left holding the bag, if you will. So I mean, look yeah, at absolutely. Earth. Look at Earth Reborn, which was that game that Z-Man came out with. Which what a was beast. well, I know. I mean, but but I mean that was that's a really good game. I still have my copy. You know, I don't. I'll never get rid of it because it'll never get reprinted. I mean that 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 right. that system that whatever. I mean it'll never. And you would have thought that that game was just rife for expansions and changes and mm-hmm. all kinds of different units and everything like that. And it's gone. I mean, it'll it's and which which stinks, but. You know, yeah. but but look, but just think. I mean, not that I'm I'm sure you know Zev is in need of money or anything like that or anything, but I'm sure they they kind of took it in the shorts with that one, because it was not like not even like six months later, and people were like Tango was selling copies at twenty bucks a pop. So. Right. Yeah, that was part of that whole like uh, Z-Man complexity phase, because that was that came out, and then Ares Project came out like within that sort of same time frame, and that was a kind of heavy. You know, really chromey type game. A and, really good game too. Oh yeah, nobody, yeah. nobody gave any respect to that game. I don't know what the deal was. I did, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I think I made that an honorable mention in my best of that year. Um, yeah. But I liked there. I had Earth Reborn. I had it, and I kind of muddled through the first two scenarios, however long ago. And I just couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't get anybody to play with me. It's kind of heavy two-player game, and you know, I got some people to play Aries Project with for me with example. Uh, and you know, that was I could never get that one back to the table as it was, and I thought for me, Earth Reborn was a little bit more complex. Um, anyway, but yeah, I, those are you know two fine games that uh, just just too much to them. You know, it's it's kind of weird. It's they're just they're really good, but there's almost like it's just too much happening. Yeah, well, I mean, but then then you take I think it's I think it has a lot to do with. Um, uh, the theme and 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 whether or not it's a theme that is 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 substantiated. I mean, Earth were born. They kind of just came out of nowhere, and this is this weird dystopian future, or whatever. Yeah. And um, I mean, but like, look, uh, the Battle of the Five Armies is going to come out here mm-hmm. this summer, um, and that's going to sell a gajillion copies. That's true because of the and, license. Yeah, and a, and a year down the line, there will be. An ultimate collector's edition, just like they did. Or, you know, I, I would theorize that that would happen. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, you know, it, it, I was just thinking about this. It's been far too long since I've gone on to Board Game Geek and uh, posted 
uh, something along the lines of the fact that there will there will be a a reprint of the War of the Ring limited collector's edition, and then then, then just sit back and watch all the people. They said there'd never be another one. I was like, yeah, whatever. Never say never. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I think like maybe maybe there won't, but you know what? I'm I'm betting that at some point there will be. That just it it just will happen. It'll be like the 20th anniversary of the War of the War of the Ring collector's edition or whatever. <laughs> With even and, and 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 not to even sub reference again, but do you remember? I don't know if you remember this or not, but I remember when um uh, when the new War of the Ring, like the most recent uh, version of it, came out. Yeah. And they 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 actually like. They said, okay, we've gone back and we've altered the rules and we've refined the rules and everything like that. And the people that had the, like, the super expensive collector's edition, like, they were pissed because they did not, because they didn't have, because they they wouldn't be able to get, like, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but there there was a very vocal uh, minority of the owners of that that were saying, well, you know, we won't have... Like the cards, like because the cards are different in that version and everything like that. We won't yeah. have the updated cards in our version. We won't have a copy of like the deluxe rules that they got with that. You know, the really nice rules. You know, it's like th- mm-hmm. our rules are out of date and it isn't like. And if I go and get like the other rules, it won't look right. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, wow. Yeah, that's the one I got. You can take a look uh, right there. That's the one Is- I got there. Do you, you think it plays the same as a as a as a as a eight hundred dollar version or whatever? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Well, I've seen pictures of that version. That version's insane. You know. Um. Uh, yeah, it, it is. It's ridiculous. It is. It was. It was. Talk about over overproduction. Which fine. Yeah. It was cool. Um. I mean, do I do I sometimes say to myself, man, I I wish I because I think you could you could have pre-ordered it. It was something for like, I think like three hundred and eighty bucks or something like that. Because yeah. it was a it was a five hundred dollar game and like the the standard you know thirty percent off or whatever. You could pre order it for around three hundred and sixty three hundred eighty dollars or whatever was yeah. what you could pay for it. And you know at the time I was like ah you know should have did it. Yeah, I know maybe I should have. But the thing is, is that how often do I play War of the Ring? I play it what once, maybe twice a year. Yeah. So I, I mean, played it all at one time in my life. So. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I, I mean, I it's 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 a for me it's what's called a Derek game. I have a buddy named Derek that uh, is my go-to really heavy two-player game guy, and so like right. like twice a year, Derek comes over to my house. We just plan on playing like five or six games, and we start started like a Saturday at noon, and and you know sit there and do that and drink Guinness all day. So. Good deal. All right. Um, well, where are we? Was, are we that, was, that was number three, or what? Number three for you. So, just to recap, since we uh, <laughs> a little bit of tangent. So, my number five was Galaxy Defenders. My number four was Marvel Dice Masters, and then which is higher on your list. And then your number five was um, Rogue Agent. Rogue Agent. And your number four was uh, Sentinels Tactics. Yes. And your number and three number was three, Galaxy Defenders. Galaxy Defenders. So my number three is Star Realms. Now, have you had a chance to play that? Yes, we we were talking about that the other day, uh, like how the we play the raid version of it, whatever. That's an honorable oh. mention for me. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I love this this game. I love it. Uh, it's it's one ex- expansion away from replacing Ascension for me, probably. Uh, Ascension is one of my all-time favorite games. Uh, yeah, it's just 
I have played no game more than this, probably except for my number two game. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I just love it. I would say everybody should go and grab it. I think it's, like, sold out everywhere again, so it keeps selling out. Well, because you can, you, you need two two copies. you got to get two, yeah. You need two copies so you can play four players. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what does it cost, like $11? For, yeah, uh, it's like a little deck box. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's a little deck box. I mean... Go buy the sleeves and and uh, throw them in a real deck box and and just right. yeah and that's my go-to. I'm at work and um, I'm not going out for lunch with my wife, so I'll go down to the lunchroom and have a sandwich with my buddies and yeah. we'll play that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good one. All right, and then you want to do your number two? You can go ahead with number two. I'll do it. All right. So my number two is Splendor, which I just played again today for like. I don't know how many days in a row it's been, but uh, I've been playing the heck out of it at lunch. This is what we play like every day at lunch. And I literally, we played it for about three weeks or more, like a little over three weeks straight every day. And I was like, come on, guys, (laughs) let's play something different, even though I really didn't want to in my heart. And they're like, no, 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 no. We don't want to play anything different. Let's just play this. And it's just one of those that is... It seems it's really mathy and number crunchy and all that stuff. Um, you know, it is, and it's kind of like a Kinesia, so I don't know if you've played it. but it's, Oh, I've played it. I, I enjoy yeah. it a great deal, but yeah, now I, I can't mean, like it because you said it was Kinesia. So. It's not Kinesia. Like, that's a, that's a bad, you know, but it's just numbery. You know what I mean? It's just you're, you're trading in uh, the little chips to get the cards, and, you know, it gives you the extra chips that you don't actually have, and you just kind of spiral up your little engine. Yep. But man, we just play the heck out of it. It's like, the one thing about that game that I've noticed now is you kind of start off and it's kind of like uh, you have this kind of pit in your stomach. You're like, ah, oh, this game again. And then, uh, and I'm talking like I played it 30 times at least. And it's like, okay, this stupid thing again. And then you kind of go, you get a card or two, and then it kind of ramps up and you see, you know, the guy across from you, he gets a bunch of cards. And then I start to sweat because <laughs> I'm like, okay, I can win in like four turns. But yeah, he's probably yeah, gonna be my one turn. I'm like, Ugh, you know, so I, I I snake this card that I think he's gonna buy, and I'm like, okay, that's gonna set me back a turn. But how many turns is that gonna set him back? And there's just the different ways that you can win. Like, I tried the hardest, and I it was yesterday that I finally won, where I didn't get any uh, cards that were points. I just got a whole like a variety of a bunch of ones that were just like you know just the stones. There are no points on them. Nice. And uh, the last time I tried this, uh, like last week, I got three of the bonus tiles out of four because it was a three-player game. So I got three of the bonus tiles and still just barely uh, lost. And so this time I was doing that same kind of thing, and then I kind of switched a little bit at the end to get some points out of the cards and then got two bonus tiles. Because a lot of times we win. It seems like most of our games win where everybody's kind of, you know, you kind of get going at the beginning, and then early on you kind of snake one or two big point cards that you're going to try to hit at the end. And then you kind of go, surprise, you know, I win because it puts yep. you over 15 points. So that's been the most frequent way to win. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try to win the diverse approach. And I finally was able to do that. So um, Nope, I, I yeah. agree. It's, it's, it's an honorable mention for me. Um, now I have to hate it, though, because you said it's Kinesio-like. So. <laughs> Um, you know what's you know what's weird is is um that that same feel I just got from uh, playing Yardmaster that game that's in Kickstarter oh, yeah. right now that really really simple card game it's same deal because you play to a set number of points 
and um, like you know, there's four of you, and you're you're playing to sixteen, and you can see how many points each person has because you can see their train, and you can see how many points their train is worth, yeah. and you have to sit there and wonder. He's he's got twelve. Can he get to sixteen on his next turn? What do I have to do to kind of prevent that? Same same feel. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's like a little crunchy game that you can play, and it's uh, yeah, I agree. Good stuff. Cool. Well, I've got your review queued up in my list of ones to watch for yard. Master, it's actually so. it's 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 a rarity. Um, if you notice, uh, it is less than fifteen minutes long. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't notice the time length on it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's even less than fourteen minutes long. It was, oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. It's who uh, is this? Who's on this? The end of this line. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's um, it's definitely a uh, it's it's a good little good little game. So okay, good. So you're number two. My number two, and um, this isn't cheating in my opinion. It's just uh, I don't think a lot of people have access to this game right now. I got lucky and I got a copy sent to me. Um, I should have a review. I'm hoping I'll, I'll put it together this later. Well, actually, you know what? I might have some time tomorrow night and I'll do it. Um, uh, it's uh, Istanbul uh, from Pegasus Spiel, who is uh-huh. going and they are going to be printing uh, um, I think AEG has the rights to it. And yep. they're, they're going to be the ones that bring it over for here. Um, I'm not a big Rudiger Dorn guy, which is weird because I just mentioned Las Vegas and he that he also did Las Vegas. But mm-hmm. you know, as far as like you know how like there's certain games and you play them and you're like, oh, this feels like a Feld or this feels like a Fiduty or whatever, and you can just you know if it's if yeah. it's got a Rondel, it's Mac Gertz and uh, you know. But I I don't know what a Rudiger Dorn game is, so I mean I don't have no idea, I have no idea what that means. Spatial. But, Spatial yeah. funky, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, uh, the Istanbul definitely has that. It's it's worker placement, which gives gets uh, bonus points for me automatically, and then um, but it uh, uh, it has a really weird spatial aspect to it as well, and also it's kind of like that weird race too, because it, you, the winner is whoever gets the first the like five rubies is, is right. the guy who wins, and so you're kind of like always just. Like you're always checking how everybody else is doing in comparison to you, and there's so many games out there that um, you know it's just like okay, let's just see who does the best over these next seven rounds, and then we'll we'll total it up, and which is fine or whatever. But I do think there is something really cool about being able to actually see how close you are to victory in comparison to other people, and then that actually makes you more aware of what you have to do to kind of screw people over to keep them from getting to where they need to be. And and sort of, like I've always said, and we've talked about this before, it always seems like in games like, you know, let's take a, take a game like Agricola or Caverna. You know, you're never really, like, taking a spot on those in a worker placement game. You're never really taking a spot because you think somebody else wants it. Hmm. If somebody else wants the spot and you take it, it just kind of like, it's it's a bonus, you know? Because if if in those games, if you worry too much about trying to block somebody, um, you're going to end up not getting what you want anyway. So you, you can't. I mean, I, I suppose if you're a really good player, you'd find a way to win both ways. Like, I'm going to take this spot. I'm going to, you know, whatever benefit or resource that gives me, um, I'll use that to my best ability, but I'm taking it more to, to knock this person down and take it away from you. So I do like the added aspect of just being able to visibly see, like, how close somebody is to winning and, right. and being able to try to stop them. But, um, no, it's, it's just, it, the game is beautiful. I'm sure you've seen the artwork for it. I'm sure you've seen uh, all the things as far as that goes. Um, I know that there was just recently a, uh, 
like a how to play from Miwi. I forget what his name is. Yep, I watched it. Yeah. Yep. So it 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 isn't uh, it isn't a difficult game uh, by 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 any by any means. Um, it isn't, and it is. I guess it's a little lighter, you know, as far as and, and you know, I'd even say you know people could argue that it's almost uh, family-ish. I mean, it isn't going to be like a super hardcore. Uh, like brain burning game, but I've had a lot of fun with it, and um, and the bonus thing is, is that uh, I've I've like been able to introduce it to like non game players, and like and they were able to grasp it pretty quickly. I I don't think it's a, a gateway game by any means, but right, right. um, but they they seem to my seem to have grasped it and seem to have enjoyed themselves. So cool. So there yeah, you... I've heard a lot of good things. It seems to be kind of getting uh, some buzz about. Getting the Kenner Spiel des Arts uh, nomination, so it looks I could cool. buy into that. Yeah, it looks cool. So, if I had to guess, your number one game would be. Well, I gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you so, want to talk talk more about that, or? Well, what yours is the big the big reveal. So, why don't okay. you give me the big reveal? Uh, my number one game is uh, Madeira, and I know it's sort I, of no, a, no. You can't pick Madeira. That I came can't. out in 2013. Not in the United States. What doesn't matter? It, I yeah. came out in two. I had a copy of that game in 2013. Pick something else. I did not <laughs> cancel, cancel the podcast. This this no no. I played it. I I played it in okay, 2013. No, this, well, yeah, exactly. So you can't pick that. You played it in 2013. I played it one time in 2013. It doesn't matter. I, if if you if you breezed up against it in 2013, you can't you can't pick it. Pick that, something no. else. No, no, I can't. If you're gonna, if no, seriously, if you if if that's if that's an option on the table, then that's number one for me as well. So that's not fair. Well, then you can make it number one. I'm not, you know, make it an honorable mention. Well, I, Madeira is is like. The like crunchiest like it it it's so kind of I, I I can't really compare it to another game honestly I know, I know. It, it's just I mean as far as like like making me feel like my brain is like wanting to just leave my head and then say <laughs> sorry we're done I mean it, like like it's like kind of like that dominant species level for me when I'm right because you know, like I mean I it, it's it's the kind of game that I look at it and I say God that'd be a lot of fun and then I just say no I can't you know I just I'm just not I'm me- not mentally prepared to play that game it's yeah. same thing with dominant species it's like oh it's been a long time since I played it's like no I can't I'm just I'm not yeah. I'm not I don't I don't have a full stomach I don't I don't have a <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> Sleep last night. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have a big gulp of jolt next to me to keep me company. You know, you know. I you know, just like I don't have my 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 travel bathroom. You know, so I I can stay at my seat. You know, so Madeira is um is is a fantastic game. It's it's uh and the the, the sad thing is is that it's uh it's too much of a monster for its own good. I think. Nah. You know. Uh, it's, the hardcore gamers will play the yeah. hardcore, but they're sure. just yeah. yeah. But but I mean, but people aren't people are not going to want to play it because of the level of just you know ugh, it it takes to play that game. Oh sure, no, I yeah, and I I've seen that uh, that happen for sure. Like you know, I'll bring it out and people will be like, 
nah, you know, like, like you said, I don't, uh, you know, it's at the end of the day, I got kind of a headache from work or whatever it is, then I've seen that reaction to it. But uh, I love it. I mean, to me, it plays great at all player counts. I finally had a chance to play a two-player uh, about a week ago, less than a week ago even. And that was really kind of what solidified it. I, I kind of went back and forth between this and Splendor. And because Splendor is one of those works, like I played it way more, obviously, than Madeira. But if I had, you know, in a vacuum, in a perfect world with the perfect, you know, unlimited time, I would pick Madeira every time. And uh, and it's one of those, like, you, you're, you're kind of touching on there with, I think, the uh, dominant species reference where you look at the board and you look at everything, you're like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. But then when you figure it out for yourself, it may not even be the best thing. But then you're like, oh, my God, I can do this. And it's like, you know, you move your ships down here, you get the bonus that triggers this thing, and you flip your guild die, you know, you're like, sweet, I got, like, all these points, I'm set up to score my bonus, or I, now I have tons of bread and wood and stuff, you know, and it's, it's really it's, satisfying. You know, it is. It's, it's like when you've been, you've been, like, playing Tetris for 15 minutes waiting for the, 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 the long skinny one, and you finally get it, and you're like, yes! It all comes to, it comes to fruition! Exactly. Oh, I, I would agree, yes. I, um, it, it, and I like games that give me that moment where I'm like, oh, I'm, I, I am so smart! You know, just, yeah. you, you have the, like, I'm a genius moment, you know, and, like, you throw all those points together. And, yeah, I would agree. But since you can't pick Madeira, um, I await your other... Um, Number one. Okay. Well, so what? Uh, your number one's Marvel. Di- I'm I'm having a brain fart. Your number one's Marvel Dice Masters, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But okay. we're not talking about that. I'm waiting. For, I still haven't heard your official number one for 2014 yet. We'll just shift them all up and then put in. Okay, here's here, here's what we can do. We can talk about honorable mentions. We already talked about one, which I said would be Rogue Agent, and the other one would be Galactic Strike Force. Um. You know that one is uh, is uh, I think your mic's humming. What's going on? Sorry. No, I'm, my my wife just texted me and said that I was yelling too loud downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Keep it quiet down there." Yeah. What are you talking about, Madeira again? Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> That's yeah, Galactic Strike Force is an excellent game. Another game yeah. I need to review. Jeez, I, I got a stack of games as tall as my daughter that I need to review. But I need yeah. like a week off of work, and then like, and then also everybody move out of my house at the same mm-hmm. time, so I have nothing else going on. But now yeah, I got dude. summer. I got I got I got kids t ball. I got kids soccer. I got kids Spanish camp. Yeah, it's crazy. Stuff. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, I, I would Galactic, say Galactic Strike Force is an excellent game. It's just a Another another feather in the cap for uh, greater than games. Yeah, and it's um, you know the one thing about Galactic Strike Force for me is I am I'm in love with Sentinels, you know the superhero theme and all that stuff. That's fantastic, and it's like when I play Galactic Strike Force, it's a better game I think than Sentinels. Like the mechanics and just how you move around and you know how you get new cards and stuff like that, and. It's like I want to be playing Sentinels, but then I, I would be missing all that cool new stuff. Like the, the deck building's really cool, and you know it's just it's really good. So I I almost wish they would go back and like redo Sentinels now with a Galactic Strike Force mode, but it wouldn't really work because you know like the deck building part wouldn't work because you should your hero should be what they are and that's who they are and yep. that's who you come yep. to the exactly. table with. But I Kinda really like, like that. 
part of Galactic Triforce. It's really cool, really, because it's like just a whole mechanic of how you manipulate those decks and you know how those cards, uh, not the, the you know the alien ships trigger all those decks to start flipping. Yeah, like not only are you getting like more bad stuff happening to you. But you're like losing out on all this tech. You're like, no, you know, that's X great. You know? um, it's it's, cool. it's kind of like, like you said, it's like, yeah, you wish you could. Kind of like, um, they just need to scrap Talisman Fourth Edition and uh, and then and remake it in the Relic, like like they did Relic. Yeah. And then and then uh, then that I I still hope they do that. I still hope. Um, I've got a. Cool. I've, I, I, I picked up. Yeah, I totally, I totally play that. I mean, I, I haven't played Nemesis yet. I just got it the expansion. Uh, that looks really cool. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, just, I, like I, just, I readily will play that, but I just, I won't play friggin' Talisman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you and but, I was, yeah. you and I was mad about the Forsaken lore for uh, the the expansion for Elder Tor, which is great. It added more cards and everything, which I like. But no yeah. new investigators. Seriously, no new investigators. You couldn't give me like, couldn't give us like two new investigators. Yeah, there's like what twelve though in the base. There's a lot. So what? I want two new investigators. That's like the coolest thing. Like in expansions yeah. for games like Arkham Horror need to like and Elder Tor or whatever, they need to come with investigators, more cards, and more monsters, and and more great old ones. That that that's and you need to check down the list of each one of those. And they didn't they didn't give me one of those. Hmm. So who's your favorite investigator? I have an interesting one for some reason. Uh, do you have a favorite? Um, I'm just curious because I always uh, want to play with this one, and I, I'm like, I'm like, this is weird that I want to play with this one. <laughs> Charles Foster Kane. Which one is that? I don't, I don't know the names. I just know their pictures. He's the politician. He's 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 the guy oh. that has he's the guy that's basically Amazon Prime for everyone else. <laughs> that's <laughs> he, a good one. Can, I like that one too. He, he he can go and he can go and buy everything and then send it off to people. You know, free two day shipping, and they they have it like right away. So that's so cool. he's 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 fun to mess around with, and he's not he's he's actually like his his other abilities. He starts off, he's a little bit of a one trick pony because he's he's got a really high influence, and then he starts with the asset. He starts with the personal attendant, um, that uh like basically gives him another influence die, and then allows him to re-roll one influence die. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. like you know he's just totally set up just to. To buy shit. That, that, that's that. Right. That's what he's that he's set up to do. And then his special ability is when he ever he buys anything and you know he gets to immediately if he wants to send it to somebody. So, like I said, he's kind of a one-trick pony. But I, what I love about playing him is, is that you kind of just sit in a city, and that's your turn. You sit there and like you, because you can't do the same thing in two turns. Right. Like you 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 try to buy something and like you slowly kind of maybe move your way over to someplace else. But most of the time, your other action is just to buy like a plane ticket or a boat ticket just yeah. so you can move faster and to get to certain places and so you kind of like do but, but what I like about him is is that eventually like something will happen where like you know somebody's got to go here and get this or else we're going to lose and then this I, I just love this image of this this doddering 60 year old politician like getting into his, his personal attendant, his secretary driving this, this car to like do, go do battle with a Wendigo or something as he's like oh. <laughs> yeah, no kidding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like your only hope Charles Foster Kane you know Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that you may have made him my favorite now <laughs> my favorite is the, the actress 
Mm. Because she can, uh, you know, uh, kind of tweak her her different stats. You know, she's like a chameleon. You know, yep, yep. and it's just interesting. It's like that same kind of surreal thing. It's like this uh, theater actress or movie actress that, you know, they're an actor. It's like they don't really have any combat skills, you would think, or you know, they're not necessarily super smart like a scientist or something would be necessarily. And yeah. uh, not to disparage any thespians out there, but. Uh-huh. Um, Oh, don't worry about it. But I remember when I was in college, I would walk. I'd like when it was cold outside, I'd have to walk through the theater. There are these walkways, and one of the places where the walkways was, it was in for the theater on campus. And so you'd have to go through a walkway, go down these two steps, walk by the outside of the theater, then walk up two steps to get the other walkway. And invariably, the drama majors would always be in like where the lobby of the theater was, where there was all these like plush couches or anything like that, right. and they're just all sitting around being all drama majory. <laughs> <laughs> it just like, you know, I mean, it was just like it was, it, they they you'd hear them and they'd just be talking and just being all, like I said, drama major e kind of people. And then as soon as you'd come down the stairs, they'd like all stop and like stare at you, and they're all, you know, with their goth haircuts and what have you. And then they just stare at you, and as you walk by, and as soon as like you start walking up the stairs, you'd hear them laughing, and it's like, what, what, what was that? You know, ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I hate people like that. Uh, yeah, I, I remember I, I knew a, a guy and a, and a couple of his friends through a band in college, and, and they were pretty cool to, to get to know because uh, they were they would kind of use me to like run their lines off me and stuff. They weren't like uh, I, I, I've run into people like you've talked about though, but uh, these, <laughs> these guys are pretty cool. I yeah, but. Um, but yeah, so it's, it was really interesting to me. It's like this actress is like you know is able to adapt to any situation and use her her uh, charm or whatever it is to get out of a lot of situations. She's, she always ends up being the strongest player uh, character when we when we when we grab her out of the stack. But, yeah. yeah. What's your record there playing that game? How often do you win? How often do you lose? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I think it's like thirty percent. I mean, I definitely have lost more than I've won. Yeah. Um, and. Yeah, Our, we're about there too. It's you know, it's that one out of three, you know, games, yeah. which is perfect. You know, we shouldn't win every time. You know, right. and that's and that's why the game is fun. I mean, that's why it's, um, and you know what? The think not to um see an Eldritch Horror came out last year. That's why it can't be the best game this year. See, I actually abide by release dates. But anyway, um, oh, so whatever. <laughs> The, no, they, the U.S. <laughs> release date for Madeira was this year. I got my copy this year. I think it was February. Let me go look. You don't have to go look. Pants on fire. But anyway, um, <laughs> the thing is, is that uh, no, it it um, what what with Eldritch Horror, what it is is that it, there's a lot of uh, cooperative games where at the very beginning, it's like it seems they all seem to go by the same kind of ramp. You start off and you're like, okay, everything's fine. You know, and then, like, stuff kind of starts hitting the fan, and you start taking care of that, and then, like, you finally first get that one hurdle where you don't have enough resources for everybody to take care of it at that moment. And so you then, and so, okay, you got to, like, let something sit, and you got to figure out which part you're going to let sit and kind of, you know, go to crap before you address it. And then you're kind of hoping for that lull. 
and most games, it's just like you get to that point, and it just and that just it it stacks and stacks and stacks, and then it just becomes a race against time for you to like take care of the big problem and just kind of chip away at the small problems to keep them manageable until you finally have basically that moment where you have two or three turns where it all it's decided at that moment whether or not you get the right card, whether or not you roll the right dice, whether or not the right thing happens, and and which is fine. I mean, I, I think, but for, for me, and, and it's just been my experience with Elder Tor, and this is why it's better than Arkham, better than any cooperative game I played, is that um, it doesn't just have that slow rev up. It, it's like you you'll be you'll be playing it, and and things will be just going perfectly fine. For like you're like we got this in the bag, and all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden it's just like oh that that's that's weird. The mystery men are in Australia. Well, that's okay, that's okay, no big deal. We'll just we'll collect these things and we'll be fine. Don't worry about. It. Oh, he got lost in time and space and got devoured. Well, just no, it's it's fine, it's fine. You know, it's just like, you know, and all of a sudden it's just like the wheels come off the wagon, and and like in a matter of like like not even like three players' turns, it's like it's all over. And it's just right. like, and then you're looking back and like, how did this happen? And then I've had games where it's like, oh, it gets tough, and then it just ramps down. And then you tidy that mess. Right. And then it ramps up again, and it's like, and then it ramps down. You're like, oh, well, that's kind of nice. You know, and it's just that it, it's, it isn't just one slow, like, like, you know, like, I, I liken it to like if you have roller skates, and most of, most games are like roller skates, and you're on top of a, a hill, and you start rolling down it, and you're just slowly picking up speed, and that's until eventually you're going so fast, you know how you're going to stop, and that's what most it seems like cooperative games work, and which is which is cool, and I and I still enjoy the games like that, but um, Elder Taurus seems to have like the design has seemed to like stop that and 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 add a, a more varied. Uh, uh, playing experience. So, there you go. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, there are a couple things that are coming to mind when you were talking about that. And one is Defenders of the Realm, which maybe is my favorite co-op. I don't know. Like, I thought long hard if I liked Elder Tor better. I mean, I do like Freedom uh, better, but, you know, for different reasons. Uh, well, Freedom, Freedom yeah. is good because it's it's like it's the historical aspect of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like it takes me to a place in my mind and my heart where I'm like, you know, it just it is it is what it is, right? But uh, Defenders of the Realm has been my favorite co-op for a while, and it has the, something that's similar with Elder Horror, where it's like I think we've talked about this before actually on the podcast. Uh, but where when you play Defenders, it's usually going to go about an hour and a half every time. If it goes longer, it's because you're really close to winning or, you know, the game is, like, right on the knife's edge. But you're going to get a good, solid session out of that where a lot of co-ops where it's like, okay, it's over, <laughs> you know, like in 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just kind of going through the motions or you've kind of won and you're going through the motions. Now, Elder Horror has that same thing where, like, you're going to get a good hour and a half out of it at least, um, you know, if not two hours. And... This, so it has that kind of in common with Defender of the Realm, but Defender still has that kind of issue like you're talking about where it's like, okay, if we flop here and we get some, uh, you know, the the general moves in or we get too many minions here or the taint, horrible name thing, but, you know, we get one more taint out on the board, <laughs> then we're going to lose. You know, it's just like, it's like okay, one thing is going to trigger we're going to lose. It's like Pandemic that way. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Like I said, it's not a big deal because you do usually get, always get, I think, uh, you know, a good session out of it. But one other game has that same thing as Eldritch, where it's like, it's not just like one thing here, one thing here, one thing here, and that's Galactic Strike Force. Because yeah. that game, if it has a fault, 
it's almost like it hits you over the head too hard at the beginning of the yeah. game. Because you're like, you can get a setup, and I don't know why, because they have the uh, the basic boss or whatever. It's like, play this boss first. Yeah. I don't think that's the easiest boss. No, it isn't. I don't think so, because it's like, there's something about his special abilities that like just like, you can set up the game, and then there's like twice as many <laughs> alien ships as there was when you started the setup. You're like, yeah. oh my god. I was overwhelmed. And that's one thing where it's like, it's not just like, here, here, here. Okay, tamp this fire out, tamp this fire out. It's like the whole game is just like throwing everything at you. Um, and that's a really cool part of it. That's, that's probably a way, because it's, it's, I think that's, those are those games in the, that they're at their best when they're manhandling you. And you just feel like there's nothing you can do that that'll, right. that'll make things work. So yeah. and it has that same thing as Eldris, where I'm talking about Galactic Strike Force, where it's like, okay, we have to let that kind of go, and we have to kind of let that um, that sector get overrun. We'll come back to it later because it's overrun. Screw them, you know, <laughs> let it get overrun. Yeah, we got to go here. We got to take out these guys because he's gonna, you know, trickle effect or or he's gonna take out some cool tech that we really want. And you gotta let it go, and then come back to it. So anyway, yeah, good, uh, good co-op discussion there. There you go. So, well, my number one game, obviously now everybody knows, is is the Marvel Dice Masters. Um, oh yeah, forgot all about that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't. I mean, go watch our reviews. We both did. I, I actually uh, watched the review, and um, you know, it's like it's um, it's definitely the game I played the most of of any mm-hmm. game. Um, you know, it's, it's flawed, but I love it. I don't know. Does that make sense? I mean, it's, it's like, um, you know, the, the, the arguments people have, it's like, you know, it's, it's hard to make a, make a case against, um, like the cheapies, you know, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go up. It's hard to make a case against like, okay, well, I'm going to have the cheap beast. Uh, I'm going to have the cheap black widow. I'm going to have the cheap, um, uh, like... What, Ghost like, Rider or Beast. Ghost Rider, yeah, cheap Beast, you know. Like, you know Gobby, the uh, ultra-rare Gobby is ridiculous. You just, like, please knock him out. Please yeah. knock him out so I can bring him back. Yeah. You know, just just knock him out so he, he stays out there. And and the thing is, is that I think what, what it is is... Um, People have to play it the right way. I mean, they have to play it like they're going to be playing a tournament where they're they're sending people in and like you know and like you have to kind of know. Um, I, the way we play it now is that like we kind of um, since I'm the only one that owns like all the dice and everything like that. Uh, well, I got one buddy. I shouldn't say one buddy who's got a bunch now too. But we um, hold on one second. My daughter's saying good night. Ryan, come okay. here. <laughs> all right. Ah! My daughter's going to wave and say hello and say goodnight, everybody. Hello. <laughs> That's my buddy, Joel. All right, here, give me a kiss, princess. All right, love you. say goodnight to Rylan. <laughs> <sighs> Go. Go to bed. Apparently the dogs want to go to bed, too. Um, no, uh... I, you know, it's one of those games where I don't know all the tactics. I don't know. It's like, oh, I need to combine this guy with that guy or that guy with this guy or whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just, it's, I've just been having fun. Just like, oh, you know what? Let's just, let me, I'm going to take Nova and Silver Surfer and Doc Ock and I'm going to see if this works, you know, and just, because you can play the game in 10 minutes. So who cares? You know, right. it's just, and then, then reboot and try it again. 
And um, so I've been having a lot of fun just playing with that. And, you know, I'll, I'll fully admit that I got, like, kind of the, the, the completion uh, collectible card game buzz with it a little bit. I'm missing literally one card at this point. I, I just need an ultra-rare Mr. Fantastic. And so, yeah, if anybody feels like they have an extra one they want to give me, out there somewhere, um, yeah, you know. So, but um, you know, so I'm missing just that one card, and uh, so I mean that's cool. And I mean, and the game just everything about the game is just it, it looks nice. You know, it, it's it's fun. It's got that tactile element. Um, you know, it's definitely totally a luck bag. I mean, it is. I mean, it's just I don't know how many times I've lost a game because it's like, all right, I I just need a hero here to block this guy, <laughs> and then I'll be fine. Yeah. So I, and I've got six dice. I just I just need one guy, not a one. Are you kidding me? Okay, yeah. okay. I get to re- I'll just reroll all of them. Just need one, not a one. Are you kidding me? You know, <laughs> so it's just like I've lost games like that. But I mean, but I can you know I think if you I said it before and I'll say it again. If you're going into a game that is based on dice and you're complaining about it being too random for you, then well. Well, you're definitely playing the wrong game. I mean, you can't go into it like that. Right. Now, but I'm actually... it, 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 you know, as far as that goes, it just falls into the, uh, you know, the normal trading card game thing, like in Magic, where you draw a bunch of lands. You know, it's just, it's just gonna happen. And yep. You know, there's nothing you can really do about it. I mean, you can, you can deck build. You can buy your dice smart during the game and still get, uh, you know, kind of host, but. I haven't seen that a lot, you know what I mean. So it's not, I don't think it's. I think it's. You got a fifty-fifty shot of rolling a character usually on the, you know. Well, uh, like, like, but in like what I'm talking about, like, if you get a bad draw where you just got a bunch of your, uh, your pawn dice, oh, yeah. you know, like, no, no, like no, basically. No, you know what? I got to ask you a question. Is, go no, 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 wait. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you one question. Yeah. Do you play that you can request to look at what's in the other person's bag, and you see? Because I know you, you don't can, need to. You can count everything that they... Yeah, I mean, I would say, yeah. I mean, you just... You or can see or do you play like you have to remember? No, you, I would say you can look. Because... And, it, and then the other question is, do you play yeah. that as you? Can you look in your bag to see what you have? And then and then, and then then before you shake it up? And then and grab dice? Yeah, sure. I See, I got a couple of guys that I play with that say that it should be totally secret. Like, if you can't remember what dice are in your bag, you shouldn't be able to look inside of it. I mean, it's, the, not, it's not even a memory thing. It's just a calculation. It's like, okay, how many Ghost Riders did you bring? Did you bring three yeah. or four? Okay, there's two in the use pile, and so that means there's two in your bag. You know, you just. I understand. To. I understand, but I mean, I I have some uh, math is hard type of people that I play with. So. Oh yeah, and in the in the heat of the you know the heat of the battle, you kind of forget, and so screw it, just let them look. You know, it's like okay, I could keep track on a pen and paper. You know, so whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I would say it's fine. I mean, I mean, I don't know what the rules would be in a in a tournament. You know, with a. Uh, I think I think you're allowed to look, and I think you're allowed to request. I I, I actually um, they're going to um. God, did you hear the, like this? The second wave is going to be like end of this month or early June. Right. And then they don't expect to have any more until like Gen Con. Right. How big is that game going to be at Gen Con? It's going to be huge. I think it's going to be. I don't know. I mean. I hope it's big. I know I'd like to see the game last a while. That's for sure. Do you, think, do you think there'll be rare Gen Con uh, cards? Oh dice? yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> that's the one thing that's gonna drive me nuts. 
<laughs> is because we, there's some guys that play at the local shop, not here, but in the next town over, and they play a Hero Clicks, you know. And oh yeah. And the guys, the one guy's there. He would. They were there at tabletop day, and he had like the giant Galactus, and I was like, that thing is amazing. Yeah, and, it is. And I'm like, you know, and I was just like, oh yeah, this is the Gen Con one or whatever, and I'm like, man, I mean, like, this talk about it, like. I mean, I don't know how many they gave away. This was a couple of years ago, I think, when it came out. I don't remember. Maybe it was last year. I, I don't follow HeroClix at all. So, um, But they have that kind of stuff. Like, they have the same thing in Attack Wing with the, uh, um, what is it, the, the, the Deep Space Nine thing? Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's a tournament thing, right? That's if you win a tournament, you get that. But then you can use that in the friggin' tournament. <laughs> like, you're the only one with a Deep Space Nine ship. Yeah, like, what? I know. Well, I and, I, and I am whatever. I but. actually am now. I guess I'm gonna be uh like for my for my local gaming thing. I'm like I'm gonna be their official judge for their Marvel dice tournaments. So, oh, score. Yeah, good for me, right? Yeah. I get to I get to listen to people argue. Oh yeah, but. and then you gotta arbitrate that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, it it should be fun. I've never done anything like that before. I never got into magic. I never got any of that stuff. So this will be kind of fun just to be into it and whatever. Ah, I, you know, the dice, the dice just look cool. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, the whole thing, the whole aspect of it. I can't wait for those battle mats to come out at the end of the month. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to actually having. I know you can. A lot of people have come up with like their own versions of them, and they they've put them out there that you can you can print off and whatever. But yeah. I don't know. Those those battle mats are pretty sweet looking, actually. I mean, they they, they are definitely good. They, 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 they ain't perfect. Just wedging the two of them. Hey, have you found a good variant for like having more than two players, two people play? Like having like four, four players. Like, have you found a good variant at all yeah. for that? Uh, I haven't played any, but I, I would almost I guarantee you the best way to do that would be what we call two-headed giant or three-headed giant, like with two teams of two or three against each other, and then you just have a. Uh, a common a dice or a common life pool of 60. It, let's say you're playing. Let's say you're playing two on two, so you have 40 life, and then you can only you can do this a few different ways. But basically, it works out that you can only attack the person across from you, but all of the special abilities and different things like that can target anybody. So you have to like work. So you, it'll be cool because you have to like hold mana back, you know, for your teammate. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna hold mana back to protect your Iron Man from getting killed on your next combat round. And you just play, uh, you know, clockwise, so you get everybody gets kind of like two turns in a row on each team. Uh, so, and then you got to kind of decide, do I hold my energy back for uh, when the guy attacks me, or do I kind of let that go and then hold that and spin it for my teammate, which is more important because he's going to have more breakthrough. I mean, man, the, probably the funnest I've ever had with any trading card game, and Versus is my favorite, was playing Magic, three-on-three, three-headed giant, we called it, and we had 60 life, and all three with three totally different decks, and we, like, powwowed the night before with our teammates, and, like, I'm going to bring my black deck, and then you can do this with your deck, and, you know, uh, and I swear to God, that game lasted, like, three hours, and it was insane. It came to, like, the last card draw, and it was just, you know, crazy stuff, and... I'll just try that. Yeah. So you wouldn't alternate? I mean, you wouldn't be like, since I'm I'm fighting the guy directly across from me. Well, I suppose no, that because then my teammate would be to my left, and so like I'd go, 
And then yeah. he'd go, and then we'd have to defend against those two guys, and then we'd just go like that, I suppose. Yeah, I think so, that so would like, work. You're talking yeah. about, like, the, you're talking about like, the world effects, then, like, so if I go and it's my turn, could I use, like, um, like some of those special card, the special action abilities, the basic action abilities that do direct damage? Could I use that to attack my guy on my right, then? Yeah. Or, or, would, I, or would I have to attack the guy across from me? Yeah, well, the way it works in Magic is you can you can target anybody with any effect with anything, and this is I'm talking this is like 15 years ago, uh, so they may have changed the rules, but you can target anybody with any effect. But as far as like attacking and blocking, it's just the person across from you. Everything else is everywhere else. Damn, so, I mean, I got to play that this weekend. Yeah, try it. I, I'll try to try it. I only have I have two guys that I know that are into it, but they don't play in the same group, so. I don't know. Has, has anybody in the chat said that they have a ultra rare Mr. Fantastic for me yet? Jeez. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to scroll through all this, but I don't think I have, so. I, I have an ultra rare Gobby for Trey. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, I need three more. I need the Fantastic, the Wolverine, and the Serena. I proxy you now. So. Oh, <laughs> so you're a cheater. Well, a casual play, whatever. I um no I I I got a, I did a trade for Zarina, you knew that though, and then yeah. uh, and then, so yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I so I mean yeah I mean it's just the game is just flat out fun. Um I've, it, I know you use the GMT uh things. I got two Plano boxes full of dice. Mm-hmm. I wish there was a still a better way to get those dice around. I I I, I just. It's yeah. I realize it's just structurally the dice are large, and so you just you, you're going to have that problem. But I'm I, I just I wish there was like a somebody somebody out there who's smarter than me needs to come up with some sort of carrying case or some sort of somebody's got it. I've right? seen uh, if you go troll around the dice master forums on Board Game Geek, there is one from Amazon. I think it's only like twenty two dollars. It's sort of a multi-level Plano box, like a fish tackle box kind of thing where you open it up, but it comes down relatively small form factor. And it's got various, you know, compartments and things, uh, enough that you could put all your cards in and your dice. And I think I saw a picture where somebody had the playmats kind of rested in there as well. Well, obviously it wasn't the official playmat, I guess. But that one looks like it's probably the most, you know, probably the best one, I would guess. The reason I went with the... uh, GMT ones is you can kind of just easily expand that. So like when the next set comes out, I'll buy like you know two or three more of those and just stack them, and I can just put those all in my bag. And then you don't really need that many cards. I mean, that's the amount of cards that come with the game, you know. Uh, so that's why I like the the trays because it's just you know I can just buy a couple more and then just it just grows with the collection. Hmm. If you say so. Huh? You know, the thing is, the thing about another detraction, and I'm not trying to like you know poo-poo the game at this point or anything like that, but yeah, it's your number detra- one game. Let's go take well, it. Well, it's my number one game because I mean I flat out have had a lot of fun. The number, yeah. my, the thing that I I have a problem with the game a little bit is that there are like tons of like heroes that just I I just don't see getting used much. I mean, just because of the way that they are. I mean, yeah. it's just. I mean, like. The Doctor Strange die is, is cool and all, 
you know, because like the ability to, to 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 use the action dice and whatever, and and I and I totally dig that, but he's super expensive. He's like a seven, and you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I don't know. It's it. There's something. I mean, it's just there's there's certain characters that I just don't see being being used a ton. I can well, see like if you knew somebody like if you knew somebody was gonna come in there and you knew that they had, um, they had the. Uh, Sarina, like the the, the super cheap, uh, ultra rare, uh, two cost Black Widow, and they had that, and they were coming in with that. I could see like you bring Loki into the field, so you could you know just basically choose that die as being the one that they they weren't allowed to use, you know, because right. Loki's got that ability. Right. So you know, I I could see that, but it has a lot to do with like. If you go by the strict rules, I mean, you just you're picking the ones that you want to play with, and then, you know, you then just come in, and then and then you you don't you don't tell them. I mean, it's just like you have no idea. I have no idea what you're gonna play. I don't know what you're 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 bringing to the yeah. table. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's well, here's the thing is, and I've noticed this now because I play also Soulforge online and I play Hearthstone online. And I played Versus a lot when it first came out for about uh, about almost two years, I guess. Um, and the thing that I've seen in all of these games, and I'm seeing it again in Dice Masters, is when the game first comes out to a T with all four of these games, the first decks that are competitive are the quick, aggressive, you know, attacking decks because they're the easiest to build. You know, just do lots of damage and just figure out all the combos to do lots of damage. All of the slow, kind of like stall decks, the combo decks, you know, the blue and the black decks, I guess not so much black, but like the blue and the white decks and magic, those kind of decks take a little bit of time to marinate and usually take an expansion so that the, you know, developers and the designers can see, okay, oh, there's a super broken combo or kind of broken combo we didn't really expect to be as abused as it was. But it's always the case. Like when Versus came out, it was the new Brotherhood deck. And it was like you, you cut yourself off at the knees with resources for like uh, for the fourth, fifth, sixth round, and then boom, you came with Magneto and then kind of in for the win. It was Soulforge. It was the red deck. And Hearthstone, I think, well, there's been a problem there because they're kind of nerfing Hunters, but you know, it was like that. And so now we're seeing again here, you know, lots of quick little smashing the face, you know, oversized, you know, for their cost dice or cards coming into play, and I think that'll change. And I think you're right, though. I mean, there's going to be certain cards you just don't see because the metagame doesn't really support them. But, like, the that uh, uh, Dr. Strange guy, you know, I can see that where, you know, give this six months, and probably with you, maybe not necessarily with an expansion, but definitely with one I would expect, you'll see a deck that maybe focuses on him and, you know, getting to turn seven where it's like, okay, if you haven't beat me by turn seven or eight, then I've locked you down, and now there's now you're in my grip, and there's no way you beat me. Uh, yeah. So that's my expectation, you know. Well, and then the expansion, they've already kind of announced it, right? That um, it's going to be... I forget what it's called. X-Men? Yeah, which I don't yeah. understand. X-Men versus Avengers, then we're going to come up with Uncanny X-Men, which, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just seems well, weird. Why, why wouldn't you... I don't know. Um, but 
I mean, and honestly, I mean, obviously, there, there it isn't just going to be Uncanny X Men. There'll be there'll be more to it than just that. But um, it's it's kind of like a uh, uh, one of the things that I've I've heard, and this is just um, and, and who knows if you know, how much this is true to this or not. But my buddy who owns and runs the game store, you know, he always says like WizKids just has a model uh, where they. Um, their their model is to underproduce and and uh, and to, to like you know drive up a uh, uh, the, the the need it seems like and so they they and also so in case like nobody likes the game they don't get you know their their oh, hand yeah. I think that's the main reason the cookie jar you know <laughs> but I mean you know it's just like think of think of this it's like think of how infuriating I mean people are just uh, going crazy uh, just trying to figure out, you know, where to find a starter set right now. I literally, I had a buddy that wanted one, and I just happened to, I was in Target, like... You there? Uh-oh, we're losing Lance. Lance, come back. Hey, everybody. We had a slight technical difficulty here with YouTube and Google Hangout, and uh, so there's going to be a little weird interruption here. And then uh, I'm just going to jump back in. We're going to sound really confused. <laughs> okay. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Are we live? We're live. Are we live? Does I have no have this idea. Uh, yeah. Uh, you want to... Um... <laughs> Jeez Louise. I'm going to go... Uh, we're live, so if anybody's watching us live, give me a minute. I'm going to go to send us out. I don't know. This is kind of a... When I make the audio or whatever, I'll stitch it together. <laughs> it's crazy. So Lance this is dropped, and so Anthony's on. Okay. I think so it's if a, I can tweet it or whatever. I appreciate it. I'll try to do it too, and and stuff. But not a big deal. I don't I know what happened. The, like you locked up, and then uh, and then that was it. And then you like, you couldn't join. I kept I invited you like how many times? I was like oh. You can't join. I'm like, yes, you can, dummy. <laughs> I think it's one of those maybe like because it's locked up my IP address or something. Maybe just like uh, you know, it was is was being used technically by 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 that or whatever. I even restarted my PC. You know, I did the yeah. have you restarted your computer? You know, <laughs> that didn't do anything either. So anyway, I was I was in through, I was in the middle of a long winded discussion about uh, about about uh, the. Marvel Dice Masters, and I don't even know when I got cut off. But yeah. the thing is, is that it's it's got everything that it needs to be for it to be a success. It is, it, I mean, for like it or not, it has the collectible format, which is which honestly isn't that big of a deal because if you buy two gravity feet, I mean, a hundred dollars, which you know is a chunk of change, but if you put a hundred dollars together, you can probably get everything but the ultra rares easily. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and uh, trading and that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll take a little work, and that's part of the fun, too. I mean, it, it, you know, it's like, sure, you could, like, find some way to buy one of each and just, you know, and just do it. But, I mean, that earning it and having all of them are, is kind of, in and of itself, kind of a, a fun aspect as well. But um, it's it's a thing where you, uh, it, it's, it looks nice, um, you know, it, it's fun. It's got that great anticipation when you're rolling the dice and, and trying to get the good rolls. It's, you know, it's got good decisions. It's got that nice little, like, do I go all out here, you know? Am I going to play conservative, you know, just, you know, 
it's it's got a lot of fun stuff that goes on while you're playing the game, and yeah. um, it's and it, like I said, it's just I'm a big 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 comic book nerd, and so and this one, you know, it's kind of like this is now my game that I'll play when I want to play a comic book theme game that's quick and it's fast and it's it's, it's fun, and and then I also then I have Sentinels Tactics if I want to play like a big meaty superhero game. So I mean, I'm right. kind of in superhero game heaven right now. Yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't so long ago that we had like a, a total dearth of uh, superhero games. There were none, and then Sentinels came out, you know, and then last year Legendary and DC, and then now we got Sentinels Tactics, Marvel Dice Masters, and then you know, I got in the mail the other day. I just sat around and actually haven't played a game, but I just kind of dinked around with it, kind of learning it. And uh, it's called Pack of Heroes. It's a little two-player card game. And uh, by the guys that designed Archaeology, the card game, and Sushi Go. So it's a little quick kind of, you know, quick-playing superhero game, but it's like kind of really old-style, um, almost bad comic book art, but it's kind of like comic book art from the 60s, you know? And uh, it looks kind of neat. So, I mean, and there's a couple other ones, like we had Heroes of Metro City, and there's some other ones that have been out. So now there's all kinds of comic book games, some good, some bad. But uh, anyway. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I think I know you've got you've to do the uh, – the um, what's I'm looking for? You probably have dinner coming up soon, right? Uh, yeah, i got another uh, 20 minutes or so. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, um, do we have any, uh, any any questions about our about our picks or anything like that? Or we do. I still have the old one up. Um, the questions that have been out there for a million years. It, tell oh, me, I have please those tell as well, Yeah. Please tell me, Mike Elliott is still listening to us. Probably not. He probably stopped. You know, yeah. he was like, whatever. You guys yeah, suck. He, he was in. Yeah. He's like, what a lame, what a lame show. Yeah. What a lame show. Yeah. <laughs> Here's here's a quarter. Go buy another. I was if he was on, I was gonna see ask him if he'd send me a Mister Fantastic. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't think he's on. Let me can take a look here. Son of a. I can't. I don't know how to tell unless they chat. You know, he could be in, in watching still. But. Well, um, yeah, let me let me go grab the old questions here because I was scrolling through. I didn't see any questions really that we didn't actually answer. You know, there's a good. couple questions about Arkham and Eldritch Horror, but. I think you. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think I'll ever play Arkham again, honestly, unless I just want to just old old school it, you know. Right. Well, there is one question. Some questions here that are old. We might as well get them out of the way. They're related to superheroes. Um, two questions. I'll just read them both to you. Uh, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? And if you could have only one superhero game, what would it be? Oh man. Um. Well, only one superpower. I mean, geez, you can go back and forth. I mean, it's just like you know. Oh, I'll take. <laughs> yeah, I'll take. I'll take the Beyonder power. Thank you. No. Um, no, like a real. Uh, like like. Uh, yeah, I've often thought about this. Like, um, think of like Charles Xavier. I mean, not like being able to like read minds, control minds. Um, mm -hmm. You know, that is, like. You'd hope that absolute power wouldn't corrupt absolutely in that situation, but I mean, that would be you know um, one of those like ultimate level powers. And I, I don't think you should be allowed to choose an ultimate level power if you're going to be picking. If I could have one superpower, I mean, you should yeah. be sticking with the basics like super speed, 
the ability to fly, um, right. super strength. You know, that, those are the ones you should be picking from because instead of like um, picking anything too huge. Um, but I, you know, I've always, I've always thought, um, you know, like, uh, well, I mean, flight just sounds really cool. But I always liked the Flash more than, than Superman. I always mm-hmm. thought being able to run. And 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 uh, Silver Age Flash, uh, Barry Allen with the mm-hmm. with the wings on the old World World War One helmet. Um, <laughs> I just always thought the idea to run, being able to run really really fast, uh, was 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 really cool to me, and um, I, I always dug that. I mean, obviously, if you're gonna go like the big like like if you're gonna go power sets, then you start you gotta start thinking of you know, um, you know, like being Superman. Well, who, who that would be. That'd be super, obviously, super cool, you know, flight and lasers for eyes and super strong and everything like that. But, yeah, I got to go you know. flight, honestly. I mean, at the end of the day, because I think well, that's yeah. something I could use. I mean, uh, you know, you could do speed, but, you know, if you, I assume if you fly, you can fly fast. I don't know. But uh, Well, you know, you know, in, in, in their races, they Flash always beat Superman, you know, like the, when, they, when they went on their races. So... Yeah, he did. You know, so, I mean, he was, you know, and then, well, and then towards the end, the big thing was, it was like when they'd raced, the, the, the reason why, like, and they'd always, like, conjecture and stuff like that, but one of the reasons was the Speed Force, which was, like, this, like, ridiculous thing, but it was, like, this mythical power out there that that, that, that all of, like, the people that move super fast kind of tapped into. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the reasons why uh, Silver Age... Barry Allen Flash was so fast as he could actually tap into the speed force and he could actually uh, drain other people's speed force from them and, and make himself faster. And so that was, but the other thing was, it was that um, actually, uh, I'm not, it isn't Barry Allen. God, what was his name? Barry Allen is the other one. I, I'm getting the wrong name. Somebody will correct me. I apologize. I just lost nerd cred. But um, the more recent Flash, um, the reason why he was one was he was so fast that he was able to actually like, uh, dissolute his molecules, and so he could run through walls at super fast speeds, and without uh-huh. without without actually. So he had like a kind of like a phasing ability, and so when they raced around the world, um, Superman actually had to like you know take corners and 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 dodge things, you know, and and like go around stuff. Whereas uh, Flash could just go in a straight line, and 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 he didn't have to worry about uh, running uh-huh. into anybody. Interesting. Yeah, if you want to go, that's so. Um, but you know, there's other things like being invisible. Obviously, that'd be awesome. You know. Um, totally. Uh, did you ever play? The, you ever heard? Yeah, you probably don't. You play role playing games. There was a, there was a role playing game, and I, I, it's dark in my room, and I can't see it right now. But um, oh, it's godlike, and it, it's the idea of uh, superhero people gaining superhero powers uh, during, like, right before World War Two. And so, uh, like, the game is about World War II and playing. It's like so. It's a it's a military role playing game, but you are these superheroes, and like, and it isn't like you have like all these superpowers. It's like, um, like you have like flight is an is an ability, and that's all you do is you can fly, and um, you know. But every power has with it. It's this one drawback that allows you to do it. So, like, um, they talk about this one guy who who's invisible, but he's only invisible when he closes his eyes. So he can't see anything either, but nobody can see him. And so, like, but he was like this. So he's like a super secret spy, 
and he but he has to learn how to get around where he's going and 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 judge where things are or whatever just by hearing and things like that um like a super strong like a super strong guy that they they can uh um like they that can bullets bounce off him and what have you but he like literally has to be like screaming and yelling the entire time so like you know if you have to if you're trying to sneak or go anywhere or anything like that he's going to draw attention to himself stuff like that you know? weird it's yeah it, but it was a really cool take on the uh like the superhero role playing game genre if you will so if anybody who's like looking for a cool little um it's actually actually got a pretty good combat uh, system too so just check that out it's pretty cool pretty cool book um godlike so- so next, the next question: What if you had to pick one superhero uh, game? game? Yeah. Ah, uh, geez, I don't know. I I have to see what what. Uh... Would I get my money back that I already spent on Marvel Dice Masters? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, no, I mean like, cause, you know, like, cause I get the money back? Cause I I have to get rid of one of them, right? I mean, I. I, I I would go with um as long as I could continue to get all of the expansions whatever I take Sentinels Tactics, I mean, that that game's that game's just too much fun. Yeah, that's the thing. I was, I feel like I haven't played that yet, but I feel like that would be the one that would be the most superhero-y. Oh, I mean the, the the one little camp, the one little thing that that I had. It's like this three part thing of like it's perfect. One person plays the bad guy, and then you ha- and you're trying to defeat him. You're Baron Blade, and like and and it's just like the the, the campaign for the the three different like skirmishes that you do just work perfectly. And, and like and also it is like if he succeeds, go and you, you do this. And if he didn't succeed, you do this, and it works perfectly. Like the first one is is that like Baron Blade just shows up and he's got a you know. Uh, trash these these power generators basically you know he's like disabling them to take the power and he's got to get a certain number of them and if he succeeds then the next uh, adventure then you know he has access to like these different powers and things like that but if he didn't succeed then he has access to these minions or whatever and so he's got this second thing that he's going to do and and so and it, it just it follows a a perfectly scripted uh, like comic book like it's like three issues of a comic book you know right. it's like oh That's it's like awesome. you may have you may have defeated me this time but I'll be back and I'm bringing my friends you know that kind of thing you know and so That's awesome they they got to push that I think uh, that would be sweet yeah. You know. So, and you know what? It's 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 damn time that they finally start actually making a real comic book of that. Because well, Christopher, yeah, Christopher yeah. Bedell has said he has their origins, he has their storylines, he has everything plotted out. He knows exactly how he wants to do it. It's just the cost of like you know getting somebody to draw it and 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 whatever and printing it. Yeah, you got to print it, and you know, how many do you make and that's a whole new market for them. They don't really. Well, know. you know what? Make make one at least to each issue because I want them. <laughs> I mean, seriously, seriously. You think uh, they they have enough fans at this point that they could put out like uh, like a handful, even one or two, like graphic novels, um, a year, and they could Kickstarter them. They could say, sure, like, sure. you know, we're gonna put out a, a two hundred and sixty page graphic novel of Sentinels of the Multiverse it's going to be the origins and it's just going to be like this first one it's going to be about each hero and its origin and and how they how they came together to become the Sentinels of the Multiverse and then the next one could be about you know their first big thing versus this supervillain and yeah. you're telling me that people wouldn't like they couldn't get you know 500 people to give them 20 bucks each or 25 bucks each or 50 bucks each yeah. to get a copy of that 
Yeah, I don't. I think I think they could, but you know, um, I mean, here, here would be my hunch and my sort of fear of it. And because you know me, I'm a well, as much as a, of a comic book guy. I mean, I mean, not quite as much, but as much of a comic book guy as I'm a board game guy. Well, and you're also a stick in the mud. So what, what, yeah, what do you got? What, what's, your, what's what's your negativity? Well, that's Feed my it. point. <laughs> Is uh, you know, I expect my comic books to be amazing. You know. Uh, I don't review comic books, but, you know, like, I hold my comic books to a high sort of standard, I guess. I mean, well, I don't know. This is coming out wrong. I'm saying this completely wrong. I should back up. But to me, it, it better be good, you know what I mean? Like, it better be a damn good paced plot, story, interweaving of all the different characters. That's tough to do. I mean, Chris and those guys are obviously can make good games, you know, and they can come up with cool themes and cool ideas as far as the theme goes. But as far as, like, writing a solid comic book that, you know, keeps you involved all the way through. I mean, just think of the best comic books that you've, you've seen. And I think maybe he's probably spending some time and he's busy, you know, making all these games. So he hasn't had enough time to devote the writing. And maybe they should hire an outside writer, too. I mean, that might be a cool approach is you get, like, a... I'm trying to think of a writer that would do something like this. You know, find a writer that's a well-known comic book writer, you know, a talented writer that likes games, too. I mean, there's got to be, out of all the people that have played Sentinels of the Multiverse, there's got to be a couple of, you know, somewhat well-known comic book writers that have played it and, you know, would be willing to tackle it. You know, they can get the dialogue right. They can get the character banter right, all that kind of cool stuff. They can get, you know... This, the spoilers at the end of each issue or the end of each chapter, at least if you're going to do a graphic novel, they can get all that kind of cool stuff right. And because there's, you know, that's a, a skill, you know. And I think Chris is more of a game designer. I mean, I'm just guessing. And, you know, and the, and the rest of the team, you know, they're more artists for games and artists for that. But maybe, you know, I mean, maybe these guys are like Renaissance men, you know. Maybe they're, they're game designers, they're self published, you know, they're also talented writers and. <laughs> you know, can craft a cinematic story. I mean, maybe, but I think it's tough. You know, because you think of some of your favorite comic books, and I'm blown away by some of these stories. You know, like Watchmen and you know Frank Miller issues of the Daredevil, and you know Alan Moore issues of the Swamp Thing. You know, think about that way that those, that you know, those stories work. That's well, yeah, I mean, Claremont X Men. You know, those. You know, you want it to be good. You, know, you want it to be. Not just kind of a, you know, an add-on to your game. I mean, maybe that's cool, but then it's just kind of, it's almost a waste of paper in a way. I mean, it's cool. It's like a cool little token. It's a cool object. But as far as like, you know, a comic book has a good story. You, you know? are just a negative Nancy. That's all it is. Nah, I don't know. That's about it. I wouldn't want it to be. I wouldn't want to see it and they're like, oh, cool, Sentinel's Multiverse comic book. I'm just going to stick this on my shelf, you know, and yeah. have it. You know, I, I want it to be an awesome story. Move me, you know, because I, I love comic books, and they, they can do that. Yep. Anyway. anyway. Uh, I had a I – I, I, I remember um, I read an essay about comics and what have you and everything about them, and, and um, at their – at their absolute worst, it said uh, comics are just an extenuation of really basic male power fantasy. Um, but no. At their, no, but this is this is it wasn't me. This is an essay I read. You know, it's like I said, the very worst. You take that back, Lance. <laughs> 
But no, and, and then they said, um, but at their very best, uh, they're they're on the same level as any literature that, yeah. that you can find. That's right. As you're right. At the worst, at their worst, they are exactly what you said. Yeah, I wasn't listening. I just got caught up in the last part of the sentence. Yeah. Right. At the worst, they are. They're horrible. I mean, you look at some of these crappy, uh, you know, overly drawn women and men and everything. You know, it's just ridiculous. like a Rob Liefeld comic book. Yes. <laughs> um, there we go. Perfect example are some of those image comic books that came out in the 90s. Was all it, yeah, it was it was it was the Ameritrash of comics. You, you just oh, pure uh, No, you're you're being unkind to Ameritrash then. It's just well, no, I mean, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I should say like cash grab Ameritrash then. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, that's special the, special foil cover. <laughs> yeah, that stuff. Ridiculous. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. yeah but no, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like, you go back and you look at some graphic novels that are amazing, like Batman. Uh, I mean, Superman, Red Sun. I mean, if you ever read that graphic novel, oh, yeah. it was amazing. Um, An Ultimate you know, Superman or whatever that was. Not yeah, Ultimate. And then, what was that? And then, well, amazing. there was no, it wasn't. The one where he flies in the sun and then he figures out he's dying and there's all kinds. Yeah, of I know what you're travel. talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's awesome. But no, um. But yeah, like the Superman Red Sun, like what if what if Superman had landed in uh, landed in in Russia, in 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 the Soviet Union, and you know, and, you know, in communist Russia, we do not have Superman. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, or um, like uh, Batman, uh, Tim Sale, and oh gosh, I can't think of the the guy who wrote them now offhand, but uh, like yeah. Batman, the Long Halloween. Yeah. And the, oh, yeah. the follow up, the follow up, the Dirk victory, and yeah. those those two are just. I mean, that, that was like. And Hush, I love Hush. Oh yeah, Hush. the Hush was the Hush was a great. Uh, that was like right as I was getting out of comics. The yeah. the, the Hush storyline. And one. Um, um, I mean, a lot of that Batman stuff. I mean, it just you know, Batman always had like some of the best like little like throwaway lines. Like I remember, I think it was in Dark Victory, um, where or no, it might have been a Long Halloween, and like he's he. He he's chasing the scarecrow down. One of my favorite uh, Batman uh, villains, and he's he, my two favorite villains of his are the scarecrow and uh, Mister Freeze, and those are my two favorite ones. And um, he's chasing the scarecrow down because scarecrow, of course, he can't fight. You know, he's just this little wimp. You know, but he's got you know the, the gas and everything like that. And um, and there's this 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 two page splash scene. You see, like you know, basically, uh, you know, Batman's landing this this haymaker punch to to his to his you know stomach and he's just folded in the middle you know action shot and and it says like the little blurb on it says something like uh um uh you know Jonathan Creighton made me relive um relive the the, the murder of my parents you know o- over 100 times in 24 hours with his nerve toxin or something like that it's like it's the worst night of my entire life i try not to enjoy breaking his ribs <laughs> yeah yeah, I, <laughs> just like, I will always remember that line. Yeah. I try not to enjoy breaking his ribs. That's a great one. Yeah, you know, it's just and, and so and like you know, I think that's why you know. And I read another thing about Batman. Like, why do people like Batman so much? And other than the fact that he's got cool toys and everything like that, mm-hmm. and um, and they quoted a really great uh, a great book. If you haven't read it, you really should. Um, it's by Neil Stevenson. It's called Snow Crash. Mm-hmm. And I think anybody who's into like um. Uh, like any kind of cyberpunk, uh, like kind of dystopian future world type of, of books, you need to read Snow Crash. But um, the 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 uh, 
person that is like uh, the, the the story one of the major characters. His name is No Lie Hero Protagonist. That that is that is his name. Um, professional computer hacker and world's greatest swordsman is is like it was business card. Um, he uh, he's training with his samurai sword, and there's this one kind of line where he says, um, "Up until a man is 30 years old, he thinks that if you know if I just you know had enough money." Where all I could do was train. I could be the biggest badass in the world. Like I could, I could be abducted by Shaolin monks and and go and spend twenty hours a day learning kung fu, and I'd be the biggest badass in the world. You know, he kind of like goes through this thing, and I think that's why people like Batman. It's just because it's like, mm-hmm. if you know, and they even say that in Snow Crash. If if my parents were murdered and left me their billions of dollars, you know, I I could, and I was consumed by the idea of revenge. You know, I I could become the greatest badass in the world, and so I think that's kind of like people kind of see Batman as being this kind of like if I really just was consumed by the desire to be that guy, you could be Batman if you had like had his had his had his bankroll and everything else. Yeah. And um, speaking of which, did you see the picture of Ben Affleck and and the Batmobile today? I did. Released it today. Yeah, yeah, it's got the Frank Miller Dark Knight Returns costume. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can't say I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> if they um, hey, if they go Dark Knight Returns on me, I'm probably okay with that. If I, I think I think Affleck might be able to pull off like grizzled, yeah. pissed Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I think I think he could pull that off. I don't Absolutely. think I don't think he has uh, enough. Um, you know, acting chops to to do what Bale did, and um, and and you know, and Bale didn't do a perfect job in, in the last three. But uh, I don't know. It's I think I'm cautiously optimistic about about Superman versus Batman. I'll I'll, I'll say that. Well, I'm not because I thought the Man of Steel was horrible. So. Well, Man of Steel was awful. I mean, it was. Yeah. But this this is their chance at redemption, though. I mean, this is this is their ability to take it back and 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 you know you have to try really really hard to screw up a Batman movie I mean, and Joel Schumacher pulled it off repeatedly but <laughs> <laughs> did you ever uh, sorry to sub-reference I know you probably have to get, go make dinner or whatever but yeah. um, did you ever watch the old uh, Batman the Animated Series yeah oh yeah uh, yeah it was that in the 90s or so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it was just Really well written. There yeah, is there's there's an episode of it, which is great, and every, and you should track this down if you haven't seen it. Um, it's this group of kids, and they're talking about what Batman is, right? And they and they and they actually talk about like these like three different versions of Batman, and they and like because the it was a thirty minute show, and they had like little nine minute segments of each one, and like one of the segments is like classic um, Adam West. Uh, Era type Batman, oh, yeah. like like where everything is like cartoonish super villainy, like you know, like the Joker um, having giant uh, uh, um, Jack in the boxes with machine guns and things like that, or you know, things like that where it's just kind of ridiculous. It's like right. if you read comics in the um, late '60s, early '70s, that's what it looked like. Like the second story is right out of Frank Miller, you know, it's uh, and Dark Knight, you know, just like grim. Batman drives a giant tank. Right. And, like, and like, I think the third one is more up to speed of the, the normal Batman the Animated Series. However, there's these three kids, and they're talking, right? And they're talking about what Batman is. And 
literally as they're walking, there's this third kid who says, I know what Batman is. And he's got a big feather boa and he's like, he's spinning around his, in his finger. And he goes, Batman, you know, wears, wears formulated armor that even show off his nipples. And he has a car that drives up the side of buildings. And, and one of the kids like shoves him away and goes, get out of our way, Joel. <laughs> 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 You don't know what you're talking about. Get out of our way, Joel. It's just like a total slam on on Joel Schumacher. So it's it was yeah, so yeah. It was, oh, I got it. Was, it. I got yeah. it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. That see. Yeah. So uh, and, and 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 like talk about like a total like if you were a kid you'd have no idea what that is but as an adult I said I was like no way they did that that's awesome <laughs> yeah that's cool but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like you know what, and I like comic books that also aren't superhero comic books. You know, I oh, like yeah. to read. Um, you know, a recent series was called uh, Red Team. Uh, it's by a guy called Garth Ennis, who I normally hate everything he writes. He did a really um, good job with the Punisher, though. Oh yeah, I mean he did. I mean the the Max or the Max series was good. I think I've even said this before in here. And but Garth Ennis did Garth Ennis did Preacher too. And that Preacher, was really good. Nah, Preacher was fine until like the last half of the issues. Well, no, what they ha- they kind of like the last definitely the last uh, the last um, uh, graphic novel. It was the, the wheels are coming off the the trolley at that point because they had, he had totally kind of painted himself into a corner and there was really no way you've had such a build up with all these. It was like. I've talked about this before with other people, but like it's kind of like I have all these ideas for these great characters that are completely screwed up, and I'm going to have these great stories about these completely screwed up people, and I have to somehow have a, an overarching storyline to have them all be a part of it, and 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 then I don't really have a good way to finish this storyline. You know, it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just and so it just kind of like you know. I mean, Saint of All Killers was a great character in that. You know, uh, Star, you know, was a great character in that. You know, things like that. Yeah, and, he's um, good at that kind of stuff. But he always, he always, his endings always seem to leave me flat. Like Preacher yeah. and the boys and stuff. And um, Well, the boys ended horribly. Talk yeah, about a great a, premise that just, mess. you know, fell apart. Yeah. Well, I got I to gotta call it quits, my friend. Yes. Well, I mean that's fine. Are you, are you, what, you, uh, what else? Give me another. Give me another good comic book that isn't a superhero comic book that you've read recently. Um, it isn't The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, well, let me see. Red Team. I read that. Uh, well, I read a lot of the Star Wars stuff. Uh, Swamp Thing. I've been I've been rereading those. That's why I mentioned it earlier. I really the old school that. Alan Moore saga. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it's such good stuff. It's amazing. And then, uh, well, you know, they have the new, they, re- they restarted ElfQuest, which I, I love the old stuff. I mean, call me whatever you want, but I love ElfQuest. Yeah, no, ElfQuest was amazing. And um, and Sandman, you know, they rebooted Sandman. I haven't uh, I haven't uh, started reading that yet. but They uh, rebooted Sandman? Well, something like that. They're continuing it somehow. I don't know how. He, he how dies. Do I know, I know, I know. I haven't. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the what the premise is, but uh, you and may- I actually actually liked it. Somebody loaned me, and I apologize. Um, fables or fable with like just like the whole idea that the nursery rhyme people are alive and they live amongst us and everything uh, like that. I've never read that. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that, I I finally somebody loaned me some of those and I read them. That's actually good stuff. That and as far as um and I, I as as like a straightforward 
uh, superhero comic book goes, um, Invincible is one of the best I've ever read. Oh, that was cool. I liked that until the end. <laughs> yeah, 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 once again. How yeah. about, yeah, it, it, ending anything, it takes a genius. It's I mean, tough. It, I think you have to have it planned. Because yeah, I think a lot of the problem is these guys just kind of stumble along and they go, oh, let's end it, and then they just haven't really... A hundred bullets, like they knew exactly how they were going to end it, and that was amazing. Yeah, I never finished that one, but yeah, that was a good one. That was a very good one. And uh, Why the Last Man, they knew exactly how they were going to end it. Yeah, I need to read that one. No, and they did that one really well too. The best sure. thing about Why the Last Man is, is that you you start off with the premise of why did every single male everything on the planet die? Right. Like that's the whole premise. Like how did this happen? Why did it happen? Except for like this one guy and his monkey, and it's like almost. And so you think that's going to be like the whole thing. Like oh my gosh, what is it? What is it? And then like about a third of the way through, they say yeah, this is what it was. And I'm not going to give anything away, but it's just totally yeah. like kind of a throwaway. Yeah, this is what happened, yeah. and it's like, and you're like, oh, well, that's kind of. <laughs> so now okay. what are we going to do? And then, and then, it, then it, then it all of a sudden it just, it just kind of grows from there. In all honesty, and like when I, I re- went back and I reread it because I was just kind of like, oh, okay, you know, I'm just going to reread this, and it, I, I, I said, it feels like a. Uh, it feels like it's kind of like a, a weird take in a way, as far as the characters and everything like that go, of um, a, uh, a Game of Thrones, George R. R. Martin, because it's like kind of oh. like like there's all these different characters from all over these all over the world, and they slowly but surely start interacting with each other, and they all have the different goals and beliefs and things like that, and right. just like anything else, um, you can't really fall in love with any of them because you never know Is what's going to happen. You're still talking about why. Yeah, Why the Last Man, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've always been intrigued to read that, and I never got around to it, so I might go pick that up. You'll, you'll, yeah, I, I would definitely uh, suggest it. It's, it's, it's worth the read. Um, so there you go. But, well, my friend, sorry for the uh, technical difficulties. I don't know yeah, I don't know what happened there. That was crazy. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. No, hopefully but, not. And, um, but yeah. Uh, but thanks, everyone, who was listening. Yeah, I just noticed in chat there's somebody there, there is actually a Sentinels comic that came. It's just one issue and it's online only. You can go to their website and read it. Yeah, well, pff, like I want to yeah. read one comic book. I know. And then um, the other thing was, what did they say? What did they say? Oh, the new Sandman comic is a prequel. So there you go. Oh, okay. Well, that's why because he's like I said, spoiler alert. He he dies at the end. Yeah. Whoops. Jeez. <laughs> 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 oh, Oh man! Oh well, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, no. like if you it's been it, out like twenty years or something. Twenty. It was like in the late eighties. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I mean, it's been out forever. So, um, yeah, I, I think I think the statute of limitations is up on that one. Yeah, I think so too. Are you? Are, hey, are you keeping up on your Game of Thrones watching this season? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm all caught up. Um, and you I'm have you read it. the books or you have no. not read the books? Ah, oh, no. Jesus! This this is horrible. I don't like. I I All right, so I'm, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what happens next next episode. So, no. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, all a boom, Joel Eddie. That's right, all a boom. All right. Take care, my friend. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Sorry for the attack. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye.